This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Welcome to another time of worship tonight, another time of fellowshipping together in the Holy Ghost. Lord Jesus, we bless you, we honor you, we adore you. Thank you for the opportunity to gather again at your feet to receive your word together with all the saints across the world. We ask in the name of Jesus Christ, Father, that you open our eyes of understanding and grant us the spirit of wisdom and revelation to have access into your word and into the deep truths that you carry in your spirit for us. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Hallelujah. Welcome tonight from wherever you are watching from. We bless God for your life. So we go on from where we stopped on Sunday. Hallelujah. <laughs> the answer to global crisis. Blessed be the name of the Lord that Jesus Christ asked the answer. He is also the answer. I want to read something from God's word tonight. Job 29. Now the Bible says, I'm going to start from verse, let's start from one. Moreover, Job continued his parable and said, Oh, that I were, as in the months past, as in the days when God preserved me. One of the reasons why we are sharing what we are sharing is the fact that pandemic will soon end by the grace of God. But you see, there is something that you need to know. What has happened in the world and what is happening in the world right now is a reminder. It's something reminding people of the second coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Maybe from Sunday we talk more about this. Second coming. You know, all of a sudden the old world had to stay. You know, uh, uh, normal activities were suspended for March and April and a part of uh, May. And then people were shocked. Some were scared at the beginning, but people are again getting used to life again. And But you see, it's trying to point us to something. But that's not what I want to talk about tonight. But I also want to talk about the fact that when it is over, when the lessons have been learned, when this situation passes, then a lot would have changed. And I want you, by the help of the Holy Spirit, to be rightly positioned that when it is over, you are not counting losses. But that by the Spirit of God, yes, uh, I mean, we sympathize with people who have died. Innocent people good people, bad people, wonderful people, different people. But when it is over, life has to continue. And it is important that you are in a position where this crisis will not sink you, but on the contrary, you are propelled to another level. No doubt about it, things will be redistributed. It's already happening. But then, for those who are in Christ, there is an answer when we see situations like this. There is something that the Lord is saying. So Job said, he was talking about, he said, oh, that I was in the month, verse 2, as in the days when God preserved me. God is able to preserve. Now verse 3, when the candle shined upon my head, and when by its light I walked through darkness. When you see darkness in the world, there is light that can enable you. There is God's light that helps us to walk through darkness as if darkness is not there. Yes, and last on Sunday we spoke about the fact that global crisis usually it takes about three forms. 
war, famine, and pestilence. Sometimes a combination of two. But then the, the, the important thing is this. Anywhere you have either war or pestilence, it will lead to famine, economic issues. It will lead to famine. Where there is war, it will have economic consequences. And then when you have famine also, when you have pestilence, it will affect people's, uh, people economically. And that's what we are seeing now. So when this plague is over, when this pestilence called the pandemic is over, when COVID-19 is over, something will happen. And already it's affecting businesses globally, affecting people. But there is an answer. So we started looking at examples in God's world of when something like this happened. And remember, we also said, this is not the first and this will not be the last. It's good to settle that in God's calendar, in God's uh, calendar, there are things that have been scheduled to happen and no man can stop them. But in the midst of things happening, God has a plan for his people. God has a plan for his people. God has a plan for his people. So here Job said, I, by the light of God, I walk through darkness. And then he said that, as I was in the days of my youth, when the secret of God was upon my tabernacle, that's where I'm going tonight. You see, one of the things I've discovered is when you are in a moment like when the world is going through what they are going through, then it's important for saints to know there are secrets of the most high that can be revealed to you. Men who tried in adverse moments like this in the Bible, they were men that something was unveiled to them. Something was unveiled to them. And this is what I'm praying for everybody for. And that's why we are sharing this. That you also, the secrets of God will come upon your tabernacle. Job said the secrets of God was upon my tabernacle. Now, let's do something about from Job again. Then we go to other places. Job chapter 5. Look at this. Job 5 verse 17. He started touching on how to practically get into this. He said, verse, Job 5 17 says, But happy is the man whom the Lord corrects. Therefore despise not the chastening of the Lord. You see, when you see a moment like this, there is also something that God is saying. I'm not saying God is responsible for the pandemic, but God could have prevented it if he wanted to. But see, there are times that God allows certain things to happen. He might not be the one making them happen, but he could have stopped them. He might not stop at times. Now, when you see, for believers and for people listening to me, there is something that you need to know. When Nebuchadnezzar became an animal, God said that you shall be an animal until you recognize that the most high reigns in the affairs of men. Until you recognize. When you do, your days of being an animal will end. That was the message to Nebuchadnezzar the king in Daniel chapter 4. Now the same thing here. The Bible says that happy is the man that the Lord corrects. Therefore despise not the chastening of the Lord. You see, if you read when Solomon was talking about, we read last Sunday when he offered prayer to God and then he said that if your people said when they sin against you or there is war or there is famine or there is pestilence, that means Solomon he said recognize that these three things will always happen from time to time. He said, let it be that if you are people that are called by your name. Then God said, then God responded and he told Solomon. He said, I have heard your prayer. He said, in the days when I shut heaven so that there is no rain. Or there is this or that. He said, if my people that are called by my name. We humble themselves and pray. I want to talk to 
I'm, I'm dwelling on the word that would humble yourself. You see, it, it, it's not about bowing your head low necessarily. It's about the fact that at a point when you submit to God, that Heavenly Father, show me your plan in the midst of all these things. Then it's secret to come upon your tabernacle. So in other words, what I'm sharing with all this evening is the fact that those who thrive in moments like this, those who are experienced, instead of going down the arising higher, are those who have the secrets of God upon their tabernacle. That means everyone has to develop a private time where you something must be communicated to you personally. You see, when there is this kind of things all over the world, it's important that people recognize that beyond being a member of a church, there has to be a personal revelation, a personal instruction, a personal word from God to you. That's what I'm sharing. When there was famine in Genesis chapter 26, God said to Isaac, he was about to leave. He said, dwell in this land. There must come a time when you must know God's specific voice unto you. God's specific plan unto you. Listen, men and brethren, in the midst of everything going on, there is a plan. Isaiah 60 says, Arise, shine, for your light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon. He said, Darkness shall cover the earth, and gross darkness. We are seeing what has been prophesied ahead of time. Gross darkness will cover the people. He said, But over you shall the Lord arise. Job was talking about this. And look at the result of this. When Job, when the candle of God was shining upon him, when he by the light of God was walking through darkness, then he said something. Verse 18. So he said that, 17, he said that, submit yourself to his correction. Then in 19, he said, he shall deliver thee mm, in six troubles. Yea, in seven, there shall no evil touch you. He said, in famine, he shall redeem you from death. In war, from the power of the sword. Thou shalt be hid from the skull of tongue. Neither shalt thou be afraid of destruction. That's pestilence. When it comes, you will not be afraid of it. He said, at destruction, that's pestilence and famine, economic crunch, economic uh, depression, whatever, whatever is going on. He said, in with famine and destruction, thou shalt laugh. Oh, glory to God. Neither shalt thou be afraid of the beast of the earth. There are beasts on earth. But that's not when we get to Antichrist, we're talking about this. But the Bible says that you shall laugh at famine and destruction. Others are afraid of destruction. But some people are laughing at famine and destruction. Because he who dwells in the secret place of the Messiah, not that word again, secret, shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. What I'm challenging everybody to tonight is to seek for God's personal plan for you. See, God deals with us as a church, as the body of Christ, but he also deals with us as individuals. As Noah woke up in the morning, the Lord said to Noah, the end of the flesh has come before me. I have decided. I'm going to bring an end to this thing. But the Bible says Noah found favor with God. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. He said the end has come. He said, but Noah found favor with God. He found grace in the sight of God. I want to explain something to us tonight. And that is the practical way of um, getting God to show you something. You see, when they were going to kill the wise men in Babylon, in Daniel chapter 2, 
This is where I want saints to pay attention to me. They were going to kill the wise men. They were going to kill Daniel and his companion also. When destruction comes, that a person goes to church is not automatic exemption. Oh, Christians have died as well all over the world. And it's sad. We feel sorry for this. It doesn't make them less. It doesn't make those of, those of us alive better than those people. But you see, there is a place of something that is called the mercy of God. It goes beyond sparing you. It also positions you for life after the pandemic. The mercy of God. I'm going to show you something before we, we talk a little more about Daniel. In Genesis chapter 39 verse 21. Let's read. Genesis 20, uh, 39. Oh, blessed be your name. Genesis 39 verse 21. It's a very powerful word here about Joseph. Genesis 29. Okay. Genesis 39, sorry, 39 verse 21. Genesis 39 verse 21. Now the Bible says, But the Lord was with Joseph and showed him mercy and gave him favor. There are, oh God. The Lord was with Joseph. He showed him mercy. When you receive mercy, favor will follow. But now this is how it works. Listen to me. For life after the pandemic and for Christians all over the world listening to me, I want to say this to you. When you are blessed, you are empowered. The Bible says, the Lord that giveth you power to get wealth. Deuteronomy 8, 18. The blessing empowers you. Having come into Christ, being linked to Abraham, the blessing of God is upon you. Even though we are not aware of it equally. Some know so much about it. They have a revelation. Some don't. But every Christian has got the blessing on you. But listen to me. The blessing empowers. That means it gives you capacity and grace. The Bible says the Lord gives it to you. And the Bible says the blessing of the Lord. He makes which and he adds no sorrow. But listen. When there is the blessing, there is also need for favor. Oh. When favor comes on you, then that produces opportunity. One day I heard the man of God explaining this. The blessing empowers you, but favor gives you opportunity for the empowerment to be made manifest. You can have capacity for something and not have the opportunity to do it. You can have capacity for something and there might not be the privilege. Oh, there are, that is happening everywhere. So the blessing empowers the favor opens opportunity up. But favor is linked to the mercy of God. Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, I think Daniel 2.15, that was what they prayed about also. When they saw that destruction was coming, they prayed for the mercy of God so that they would not perish with the rest of the wise men in Babylon. Men and brethren, wise men are perishing right now. Businesses are nosediving. Look at airline business. Look at business around. And so many people are afraid. They don't know where to pick it up from again. There has never been a time when the world has seen confusion like what is going on now. You watch news today. WHO says this. Then they say that tomorrow. Then they say this. And you hear this doctor will say this. This one will say it's not correct. This one will say it's contagious. No, it's not exactly like that. I have never seen arguments. I'm on medical expert like I'm seeing. And sometimes you wonder. I mean, you read an article here. This one said, this one said, no, it's not like that. Gross darkness. 
But you see, when you pray for the mercy, so evil right there in prison, Joseph received the mercy of God and favor followed. When we want the secrets of God to be communicated to us, it has to be done through the channel of the mercy of God. You have to recognize in his mercy, it shows you something. When you humble yourself that, Lord, I need your mercy right now. There is a place, there is a secret. He has something for his people. I want to read one more place. I'll begin to close. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Second Samuel 24. We're talking about this last week. Second Samuel 24. That's the story of David when there was a kind of pandemic. I see, nothing is new under the sun. Second Samuel 24. You know, when he numbered the people and trouble started. Verse 15. So the Lord sent a pestilence upon Israel from morning even to appointed time. And there died of the people from Dan even to Bathsheba. 70,000 men in one day. I don't think any nation has recorded this number of deaths in one day. People have recorded more, like in America, for many days, but not in one day. And this talks about men only, 70,000 men. In the Bible days, they weren't used to counting women and children. And remember, in Old Testament, they were permitted to marry more than one wife. So we are talking of probably over 200,000 deaths recorded in one day. Oh, a serious pandemic indeed. But then, the angel wanted to destroy Jerusalem. Verse 18, And God came that day to David and said unto David, Go up near, go up rear and altar unto the Lord in the threshing flood of around the Jebusites. Listen, everybody, there is always something you can do. But it has to come as an instruction from the Spirit of God. I am still speaking to people who are watching me. You've lost something. Pay cuts. Something has happened. Your business is coming down. You have read it in God's word that thou shalt laugh in famine, but you are crying in famine. Is biting hard. You are feeling what every other person is feeling. I have come to tell you that there is a place in Christ. That's why you have come to Jesus Christ our Lord. He has paid with his blood. He was wounded for our transgression, bruised for our iniquity. The chastisement, chastisement of our peace was upon him by his stripes. He's been chastised for us. He's, he has paid. And he will have us know it. He paid fully, not halfway. So now you have come to Christ. But then you need to take advantage of the fact that you are in Christ. To ask God to show you mercy. Where is the plan, Lord, that you have for me? On Sunday we stopped about he sent a man before them, Joseph. He has a plan. God just came to David and he said, hey, hey. He said, look, this destruction coming. If you erect an altar in so-so-so place, God was specific about the place. At times, we know what to do. But you see, 
knowledge is not enough. So the Bible says in Proverbs, true knowledge, this is happening, and it said true understanding it is this and true wisdom. It's mentioned about three times in the book of Proverbs. It's the combination of the three. Knowledge tells you what. Then understanding tells you, it takes you deeper. But the application is of wisdom. So you can know something and not understand it. You can understand something and not know how to apply it. So many about the level of understanding. Some know what the word says. But why is it not happening to me? Because you have not entered the dimension of wisdom. Wisdom is a principal thing, not knowledge. Knowledge pops up. In fact, Bible says the more you know, the more sorrowful you can become. And it is true. When you know many things that are promises in, that are promised in God's word, when you know so many of his promises, the more of his promises you know, and they are not coming to pass in your life, the more grieved you are going to become. So knowledge can add. When you have read so much, and you have written the best of certifications here and there, but you have no job, it's more painful than someone who hasn't read, who hasn't written all the exams you have, you've done. No doubt about that. The more you know God's word, and you can see scriptures about his promises to guide, to protect, to keep you, and you are not being kept, and then others are losing things, you are losing things also, it will grieve you. Because you are the level of knowledge. Understanding is a little deeper. But wisdom is the best. It tells you how to apply. So, God told David, David, go to so-so-so place. And when David offered, they saw the angel with the sword in his hand. And God told the angel that, stop. If you are watching me, and you're already experiencing any form of destruction, maybe not even related to the pandemic, maybe something going on, you are just an instruction away from your deliverance, from your blessing, from the turning points, just an instruction. Seek for the mercy of God. With that mercy comes favor and the situation is changed. Hallelujah. No, the Bible talks about looking up to the mercy of God. New Testament, it's important. I want to close with a word from our Lord Jesus Christ. Matthew 24. Oh, we worship you. Matthew 24, verse 37. The Bible says, But as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days of Noah, before the flood, they were eating and drinking and marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark. And they knew not until the flood came and took them all away. See, Jesus likened the last days to the days of Noah. But remember that in the time of Noah, there was a flood, global crisis. But Noah was spared. How God gave a specific, a personal instruction to Noah. He said to Noah, build an ark. Oh, I pray tonight that as soon as this message ends, you'll hear the Spirit of God giving you an instruction. 
telling you what to do. He said to Noah, build an ark. And Jesus said, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be. We are approaching the end of the age. By the grace of God, from Sunday, we shall begin to speak about the Antichrist, the tribulation, and the second coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. You don't want to miss that because we have to tell believers what is going on. This is not the end, but it is a prelude to something. Something. So that you don't, you are not caught naked. On our way, we need to tell you. Where is the world in God's timetable? Where is the church? What is about to come to, the, or, or to this end? But you see, the people of the world, many of them will not learn anything that God is saying. I remember at the beginning of this uh, COVID-19, at the beginning of the lockdown, a lot of people were watching messages, watching things about any time. People have returned. Next play films here and there and all those things. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. I'm just saying that people have, I, I, I observed. <laughs> God allows something to wake people up. Remember, this is what God allowed, not that God brought, to bring some, to wake people up. But are people awake? But see, before the final day, he still has his provisions for his people. So Jesus said, as in the days of Noah, so shall it be. So what happened? Noah got a word from God, and Noah and his family, they were spared. The Lord wants to talk to you also, and you too can be spared. Everything can be over, and you are at another level. The same flood that destroyed others bore off the ark of Noah, carried the Noah, carried the ark. The same flood carried the ark. The same flood carried the ark. Jesus Christ is the ark. In him we have peace. He said, In the world shall have tribulation, but in me, he said, Be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. Our Lord has overcome the world. He is not only the Alpha, he is the Alpha and the Omega. He has it covered from the beginning to the end. He sees it all. In his light, you will see light. He will show you what to do. Don't panic, don't fret. Just go to him for his mercy. Come to the throne of grace and obtain mercy. And find grace to help. That grace is in form of favor. And then you shall laugh at famine and destruction. For they shall not come nigh thee. He will show you the secret place where you dwell. And your experience will be different. When men are saying there's a casting down, thou shall say you have been lifted up. Oh, we bless the name of the Lord. We give him praise. Somebody bless tonight. Lift up your hands and just worship him. Wherever you are watching me from, praise him. Thank him. Thank him. Everybody watching in any way, can you lift up your two hands wherever you are and just say, Father, I bless you. I thank you. Thank you that you have a plan for me. Oh, glory to your name. We worship you. We worship you. We bless your name. We worship you. We adore you. We give you all the praise. Blessed be your name, son of righteousness. To you alone be all the glory. Hallelujah to your name. Blessed be your name in the name of Jesus Christ. Listen to me. It's going to be serious by the grace of God on Sunday morning by 9 a.m. I want to ask everybody who is listening to me now, do a watch party of this tonight's program, then Sunday, 
and invite people. We need to talk about the last day. It will be serious. As by the grace of God, under the anointing of the Holy Spirit, as I explain the events of the end time, what exactly is going to happen? When is the rapture? Who is the Antichrist? Has he come? Will he come? Is he a Yoruba man? <laughs> you don't want to miss this. I'm blessing the name of the Lord. His grace is on you and his blessings are upon your life. Hallelujah. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. And from today, I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late. You are born again. You are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.